2017, a crack Namsoft unit formed a supergroup to create the most immersive Vietnam experience. These men promptly escaped from the normal pickup gameplay to the Milsim Underground. Today, still wanted by the community, they survive as producers of fortune. If you have interest, if no one else does it right, and if you can come correct, maybe you can join the Bay Team. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Bay Podcast. This is episode 17. This is Liam. With me tonight on this Memorial Day, we have Michael Donald. Say what's up, Mike. Hello. We also have Mike Ferrucci. Say what's up, Ferrucci. What's happening, people? And CJ Sen. Say what's up, CJ. How's it going, everyone? And then we have a special guest above water, not in a... Submarine, Joe Sully. Say what's up, Joe. Boy, I just got back from holding my breath underwater for a couple months, and boy, are my arms tired. All right, well, glad to have you on the uh, podcast, buddy. Good to be here. So it's really weird. We have It feels like we haven't done a podcast in, in a while. It's been at least a month, right? So, um, yeah. And... I don't know. We're almost over with this uh, coronavirus lockdown stuff, so it seems like everyone's starting to pop their heads out. You get that on these big jobs. Yeah. yeah. So let's uh, jump right in here, guys. Uh, we wanted to address one thing with this. Uh, there was a little bit of a drama on a post in East Coast Namsoft that we want to address uh, where one of these guys, they posted an event, and it was just it was a mishmash of some nom stuff, some modern stuff, and they were call, calling it a nom event. Now, don't get me wrong, by the base standards that we are trying to impose, it's really not a nom event, but on an open forum like East Coast Nomsoft, really, we're you know, you're allowed to post whatever you want, and we just wanted to really like say like this whole like come correct hashtag that we've created, and it's like our mantra. It really only applies to the Bay events. Um, I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on it. Uh, part part of me thinks that it'll ruin the spirit of Come Correct if we try and tell people what to do with Come Correct. But I mean, I don't know. Just Come Correct, man. Right, and you know, like, I I get that it only applies to Bay events, like because it's like kind of like our joke, our like hashtag, our sort of thing. But also like. I think that the that like much like Santa Claus that we should spread the spirit of come correct to everybody because I think people who do run not Vietnam events calling it Vietnam events should start thinking about operating you know better and better events and higher quality events instead of settling for what they're doing now and I think that like I I know it's a fine line to trot in between like ragging on people and encouraging them to be more authentic because I think it would be cooler if our community as a whole, as airsofters was more authentic. And, uh, I'm, I'm not really sure why people are so staunchly against that and are very like set in their ways. I, I can't tell you. Right. Mostly uh, yeah. I, you know, Mike, I, I agree with you and the whole, like, it's just airsoft thing really doesn't apply to us, and I don't think it should apply to anybody. 
Well, I mean, you know, that's, that's the excuse. You don't do Vietnam airsoft, then you're not doing Vietnam airsoft. Don't call it Vietnam airsoft. Uh, that, that's I think that's just like the bottom line. Yeah, just, just say jungle warfare. I mean, for Vietnam, you have a set period. Right. Yeah. If, right. If, if you don't look like, if you're not dressing like it's Vietnam, if you're not doing things that are Vietnam, like like why would you call it Vietnam if there's a dude with a with a saw and a shaman a plate carrier? Yeah, just like, call it Tears of the Sunsoft. Right. Right. Or maybe at most, what uh, an airsoft game with a Vietnam theme? <laughs> at most. No. No, you wouldn't do that. It's a pickup game where some of the guys attempted to dress like they were in Vietnam. It's just a pickup game. Gotcha. That's it. It's not Vietnam airsoft. It's not. Period. No, no arguments at all. You're not doing it. You're doing it wrong. But with you're that, not even, you're not even wrong. You're not doing it at all. But with that said, we really shouldn't be blasting and telling people to come correct. To other events is kind of what I guess this started as. Are you guys going to yeah, go there? I guess, yeah. I guess the yeah. spirit of the idea was telling people to come correct to Vietnam airsoft, like period. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, just, I know, and and I think and and Mike, you you remember from like the get go, we really, and I'm not even talking about Bay in itself. Um, we really tried to take on the mission of like defarbing the community, and yeah, part of one of the you know one of those tools and part of that mission was creating Broken Arrow events and putting on, like, a Vietnam event with a lot of standards in it. And, and I think we are we are doing that. Even, like, the guys that go to our events and other events, they're, they're hitting our standards, and then they're obviously keeping them to go to other events. So it is somewhat, it is somewhat working, you know, at least in, yeah. in, you know, the Northeast and stuff like that. Like, a lot of guys will go to the other events that don't have as tight standards as we try to uphold and I mean, it's fun. It's, we're reenactors with airsoft guns that's that's i mean that's what we're really that's yeah. i mean we're like we're you know what yeah. you know it's funny we're like kind of in between now the airsoft community and the reenactors like the reenactors don't like us because they think we're airsoft mm-hmm. and then the, the airsofters think we're too much like reenactors so like we're we are kind of caught in between here both of them are assholes yeah and in reality we just want to go out in the woods and have a good time right no, we're here to tell a story, you know? and that's what it comes down to, you know? We're here to represent the vets that served and everything, and like you said, put on a hell of a show, basically, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's exactly, Mike, you touched on it, you know? Like, we do this because we have a passion for Vietnam, you know? Uh, most of us have family members who served during Vietnam, you know? It's kind of like our tribute to them, you know? The same thing, you know, everybody should, when they're doing their impressions, try to, you know grasp that and do it right for those guys not just because you want to be cheap and buy alice yeah and it's it's not you know like it is all it is fun at the end of the day but like at the same time like it's not just about your fun like we're kind of trying to put something a little bit bigger together so like for you for it to just be about airsoft for you like and like that's all you care about then like don't come like then this is the wrong then pick up some multicam and a plate carrier and go weekend gaming. Stop coming to Vietnam Airsoft. You shouldn't be here. I mean, we, it's not even that. It's, we put the resources out there for everyone who, if well, they want to get involved with it, they they have the resources. It's just ignorance that they don't want to get involved. Right. It's, it's, it's willing, yeah. it's willing for some people. Yeah. They, know that they know better, and somebody tells them better, and they refuse, and they just keep refusing. 
Right, but all but all we as us as a group right now, all we yeah. all we can control are the people going to Broken Arrow events, Vietnam yeah. events. Right. You know, so Yeah. Yeah, I mean I, I think for us though, we're just trying to uphold the standard through the community. Right. It, yeah, it's you know, I mean yeah, I think everyone's on the same page here for the most part. Like yeah. we we all agree just different in different ways and um constructive criticism yeah. nicely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just we just gotta be more sensitive with it. And and you know, like Joe's right. I think we we try to go about it the right way. We we really go above and beyond giving people resources and channels to get the correct equipment. Like, so yeah. there really is. I even go as far as putting the UNCJ, as far as putting the the authentic uh, pod there, the uh, the baby FN channel yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe what we could do is uh, post our buyers guides on pages like you know some of these Facebook pages we belong to, and uh, hope some of these guys you know. Yeah. Yeah, and now that now that I have the studio up and running, I I really want to do some like kit overview videos and you know. Because there's, there's no solid and, like, well-produced or good-looking videos about doing Vietnam kit. It's all just, like, home videos. Yeah. And like, it's like some dude in his backyard, like, unmowed grass and... Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'll be yeah. with, like, an old DV camera, like, talking for 20 minutes about right. one thing. And yeah. Like, it's like... And, and this is kind of, like, what I wanted to do when we do fit is kind of, like, have a segment where all we do is just go through the gear. You know, yeah, well, guys that are coming. Yep. You know, just, just even like if it's an hour. Or the old te uh, tech manual training videos. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So, Mike, you want to jump? You know, I think we're we are all settled on this on this issue. All right. So this uh, Friday we released our uh, trailer and recap video of MacArthur that was done by Mike. Mike really worked really hard on it. Mike, you want to talk about it a little bit? Um, I mean, what do you want me to say? I were, I fucking busted my ass making those videos. I really hope everybody enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun to make them, and uh, you know, we're we're trying to get it out there as much as possible and, and get some reach with it. So I hope um, you know, hit the like and subscribe button, all that that jazz, and yeah. and uh, you know, share it around with your friends. Yo, dude, feedback was great. I had people messaging me. I mean, I had guys messaging me earlier this morning about it. So. It really That's so. Yeah. I love that everybody yeah. messages you about my videos. Well, I don't know. I don't to, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not taking credit for it. I say Mike did a great job. I answer every time. Mike did a great job. So <laughs> don't don't. Thank me. <laughs> I'll just I'll just go fuck myself. <laughs> sorry, man. Don't forget the loop. You get that on these big jobs. Yeah. <laughs> It's okay. I'll, uh, I don't think anybody knows that I'm part of. I think I'm on this podcast and I make posts and then make videos and then like I'm an officer and they're like, "Oh, you're part of Bay." And it's like, <laughs> "Play off the yeah, down of a plane yeah, for duty, sir." Oh. Yeah, a little bit. Got to be more personable, man. You got to smile more. Yeah. No, I'm not me. I told him like my username is Hollywood hates you because I do. Maybe that's why. Over here, a second lieutenant. I know. I was really hurt. <laughs> Damn. Damn, bro. 
Sorry, man. So is if anyone doesn't know, Mike made the videos. Is that is that good? For, good Mike, <laughs> Mike Hollywood O'Donnell made the videos. Yes, Mike O'Donnell. Lightside Studio, Lightside Studio on uh, Instagram. Yeah, no, it's not Lightside. Oh, you updated. Doctor Spaceman. Yeah, Doctor Spaceman. Doctor Spaceman, get it right. Doctor Spaceman, dude. The Doctor. I'm Edgy Spaceman. Doctor Spaceman, this bread will eat away at your brains. <laughs> We have no idea because the powerful bread lobbies are stopping by research. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> so, uh, we... I, I, I would want to pose a question to the audience: like, do we want more videos like that in the future? Like, what you know, what we're looking for? Like, obviously, message Liam, not me, about <laughs> um, you know what you would want to see from future videos. Poor guy. <laughs> and, uh, well, they have um, to message me because I'm, I'm going to nag you to do them. Yeah. Definitely. So it's going to the same place. Yeah, yeah. I just, um, you know, a little, a little validation. It hurts. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. it's nice when people say nice things. I'm playing my the world's lost violin. My life is all gone. It's true. <laughs> did uh, Did Justin Engel uh, message you? No. No. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Nobody messages me. Nobody, nobody messages me. I'm so lonely all the time. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. My parents don't love me. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. Moving on. Moving on. So we had to reschedule. We had to reschedule all these events because June is basically fucked from the Rona. So we moved... We all we canceled. We canceled fit training, and then we moved um, Com Duck to July 11th. So and it and oh, we also moved the location to Tolcom. Yeah. Also, Steel Cog, obviously. Oh right, Steel Cog was in May. That got moved to September 19th. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which sucks because I've been growing out my hair for my uh, my solid snake. Flaccid snake. Flaccid snake. Flaccid snake. You're not solid yet. Yeah. Never will be. Never will be, buddy. Sorry. Yeah. Maybe we'll introduce like another Hawkeye in the series. I'll become yeah. a solid snake. Boner snake. They call me oh. big. They call me big snake. Stiff, big snake. Stiffy snake would be your name. <laughs> they call me stiffy. Stiffy snake. So yeah, that's um really. The the big change, I guess, was Comduck moving to Ju- July 11th and at Tolcom. It's not going to be a GZ anymore, so keep that in mind, guys. Um, I plan to use the eastern side of Tolcom, so you guys know it's probably going to be the most demanding. Um, Very physically demanding. Yeah, physically demanding event that we're going to be putting on this year, at least. Yep. Well, I'm... Hell yeah. Yeah. It's going to be all... It's going to be in that gorge. If anyone went to uh, MacArthur last year, you guys know how bad it's going to be. So, you plan on going to that? What? Yeah. To Com Duck? Yeah, you got, I mean, you got your Tigers and shit now, right? Say again? You have your Tigers all ready to go, right? Or you have Ertles? Uh, I got Sterles. I'm getting. I'm trying to get some Tigers in. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I need some Tigers. Some Tigres? Oh, some, some yeah. I wish East Asia still made Golds, man. Yeah. I know. I know. So John Wayne's. Yeah, I want the golds. Really good. So battle, 
Battle of Calm Duck is $55. We're going to leave it as $55 until the event. Uh, we probably will close registrations the... Uh, what do you think? The week before, probably? So, figure the... What is that? Ju July 4th? We'll... Yeah, that fourth July 4th weekend, we'll close registration for that event. Solid. Yep. <clears throat> so, Ferrucci... I guess Ferrucci, this is your uh, this is your time to shine. You want to talk yeah. about the game show we've been doing for the last uh, four weeks? Hey, hey yo, yeah, I'd like to talk about it. You're not me, damn it! Shut the hell up, you Irish motherfucker! Oh, okay, oh, it's yeah, really me. Oh, you're not Italian like myself, okay? Yeah, dude, you're not talking shit. Irish. You're talking no, shit to no, Irish people no, with four no, Irish no, people no, in here, man. I'm not even Irish, which is the best part. Slash your tires. Anyway, what you were asking, Liam? I didn't know your Ferrucci, let's talk about uh, Ken Ferrucci BSU, the only game where it pays to listen to Ferrucci's bullshit. It certainly doesn't pay the rest, sir. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Thank you, Hollywood Hotline. What were you saying? Um, I'm about to skip on it right now if you don't fucking no, no, no. answer. <laughs> don't skip on it. Talk about the fucking game joke, dickhead. Oh, look, it's, it's been going very well. Look, people have been enjoying themselves, okay? Is that what he calls it? Yeah. So, yeah, oh, we man. had we had the uh, fireside chat. We had, like, 20 dudes in it on uh, Discord the other night. We had a uh, live oh, stream yeah. of YouTube. Mike, you want to talk about t that too, buddy? Yeah, I, I I thought that was – I mean, for me, that was cool. And we we had, like, the, the standby screen, the music going, which was a lot of fun to make. Uh, I thought it was an interesting way to get some like advertisements out there during the standby screen, kind of like the beginning of movies. But more more interestingly, I thought it was a pretty successful format for for dropping content. And I I kind of like maybe we should make a poll on Facebook or something whether or not people would like that format again for for media or just like a Bay live stream in general. Yeah. Um, I mentioned to Liam the possibility of like we can also stream some like AFVN over the standby screen um like I, I think it'd be pretty cool yeah I agree man I yo we got a lot of traffic Mike like I'm talking about people that are that have never even liked our pages or anything we've got a pretty steady stream of likes and follows off of that uh content yeah yeah it was it was good I, I enjoyed it too. It was fun, but hopefully, you know, like we we have a few more subscribers now. Hopefully, we can keep growing our social media base, and I want to find out, you know, more from our our player base, kind of what they want from our social media because I think we're severely lacking and should hire somebody full time to do this because we're both an Liam and it's hard. I don't. Know. I don't know the secret, man. I don't know the secret either because, like, every time we post tits, it gets less likes than things than our SOG pictures got more pictures, more likes than the the girl pictures. I know. I know. So maybe I don't know. That's, well, I mean, that's because that's their softers are gay. <laughs> they lack. <laughs> hey, probably. You know, that's probably true. Maybe we should pose in short shorts. You do two oh, shorts. Uh, let me tell you about posing in short shorts. I saw it. I saw it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Did you like what you saw? It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. So then, um, you know, I don't, I don't know. We we should seriously find a full time social media person because this is ridiculous. It ain't me. I don't know what the. Uh, 
man, I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, don't. Um, I yeah, we we don't we don't know the secrets that other people know. Yeah, secrets. If anybody knows the secrets and wants to share them with us, let us know. Yeah. Or is it boobies? Or be is our it beards? So- yeah, but or be our social media people. Oh, but sure. Chris, yeah. <laughs> oh, he probably buy off on it too. Who's that? Uh, my my uh, social media guy, PR director from the Ling. Oh. Yeah. He's local to you, Liam. When you moved to Hackensack. Oh, nice. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what this don't know. is. It's so weird. It's like an I think maybe we just have to go on like a liking spree and just like fucking everything and add just people that don't even atta- like mean anything to us. That's what Casey you know, tells me to do. That or if we able to get like, yeah, we should make an OnlyFans. OnlyFans. Oh yeah. god. Only Nams. Only Nams. Only Nams. Yeah. That's it, boys. Cat. That that's patented. All you listeners, that's patented. You do that. I'm coming after you. We'll, we'll boogaloo you yeah, and we, your entire family. <laughs> I was going to say, if we can get like larger names, like real fake guns, you know, guys like that to come around and like our you know stuff more often, and maybe he can attract more people into what we do, or maybe other fairly prominent airsofters on social media. Oh, we just need more more uh, like sustainable content and brand recognition. Well, that too, but yeah. you know, at least yeah, like other words. Yeah, and girls in bikini. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We tried that. We'll try it again, guys. Yeah, yeah we'll keep trying. trying. Like, how many followers do we have right now? What is it? What's the number up to? It's, it's almost like 500. It's like 580, some five, shit like that. 579. We have 579 followers. And I think we have just the same amount on Facebook, too. Yeah. So, yeah, we got to work on Any, that. Anybody listening, if we get up to 1,000 followers, you get a picture of Joe's balls. <laughs> Or his fucking helicopter, his fucking helicopter. Did. Yes, yes, a it's, video of helicopter. It's weird, but ladies, take note. <laughs> I'll make it a gif. <laughs> Fuck, man. I know that I can do that now. I can export things as gifs. Yeah, I can, I've been doing that. Where have you been? I can make gifs like a normal person, but I found out that I can do it in Premiere. I can export oh. it as a gif. You fancy. Yeah, I can make fancy gifs. Oh, Hollywood. They're very fancy gifs. Come correct. Come correct. Come correct. Come correct. Come correct. All right, so moving on from event talk, let's get into coming correct with Bay. And we'll be talking about the load-bearing equipment for both GIs and Pavan forces. But let's start with the GIs. Fruji, what can you tell us about the M56 ammo pouches and the M56 canteen pouches? Well, for those who have been experienced, as you know, before the 1980s, the United States would date everything. As you know, with M56, you know, you you have to get a legitimate canvas, you know, material that, and also you, you would see the date mark in which it was produced. So if you take a look behind and you see the black lettering when it was produced and you feel the right, right canvas, you know you have 
you know, a legitimate uh, pouch. Because there's a lot of knockoffs. Um, I myself have bought a crappy knockoff just to, just to give myself a point of reference. Because uh, you've seen the uh, 56 patch that, uh, repro that I got. Right. It is nowhere near the quality that even though these M56 patches are north of 60 years old, they can still take a beating. Well, let me ask you and, this, Ruchi. What would you sure. rather see, though? One of those repro pouches or an Alice pouch at Operation Cochise Green? Wow, you really put me on the spot with this one because I would not accept an Alice pouch. Right, so, I mean, if... Uh, I, just, I just think the pouches are so cheap, you don't really need to buy a repro. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying, man. Like it's it's cheap enough already. There's really no, and they're in such abundance. Like, yeah. what, why do we need reproduction ones? Just get the regular ones. They're like five bucks. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And if I mean, if you look online, you're gonna find them. You're you're gonna look for more money. But like I've said with every episode, you know, check your local flea markets, thrift stores. These things pop up dirt cheap everywhere they actually probably pop up more than uniforms like you go to like oh. some like shitty surplus shop they probably won't have any uniforms but i bet you odds are they're gonna have at, at least a canteen pouch without a doubt i mean like every time because obviously before the coronavirus i went to the flea market pretty often almost every time i'd go to the flea market i'd see 56 pouches you know like it's just it's just, it's a given you yeah. know you don't see many uniforms, but pouches are in abundance. And, you know, just a reminder, everyone should have two of each. So you should have two ammo pouches and two canteen pouches on your web belt. Mm-hmm. Now we should now, talk about, too, the, uh, the difference with the shorties and the longs. The full size, and you got the short right. 56 pouches as well. Well, you mentioned yeah. DJ, you want to talk about them? Oh, yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, there's also two types of M56 pouches. You have the longer universal pouches for the, uh, like with the M14, it fits everything. And then you have the shorties, the little short guys. They're a little harder to find, but they look just like the regular M56 pouches, just shorter. And I believe they, well, I think, the, what were they made up till 68, the short ones? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, was wasn't there a newer version though? Made eventually, they made a. They made the '67 versions. Yes, yes. Well, all right. We'll talk about '67 gear in a, in a few. Yeah, but it's just really easy to uh, decipher what's real. Just honestly, just feel the the material that you're, and you just have to look on the back because everything is like I said before, it's dated. But and watch out for Greek shit. That too. Yeah. Um. The Greek copied our our designs, and uh, so if it doesn't say U.S. on it, nine times out of ten, it's Greek. Mm-hmm. I'm, try, I'm so. trying to think. I may have a Greek canteen pouch, and it's, it, it, I wouldn't even know the difference. Yeah. They look very, very yeah. similar. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're, I mean, where, where, where can we get these? eBay, any surplus shop, like we said. Thrift stores, antique shops have a lot of this stuff yep. too. Yep. Um, you know, flea markets, uh, swap meets. I mean, guys in North Jersey, you know, you, you got Meadowlands Flea Market up there. Um, 
you know, you got all sorts of antique towns with like all these little little nook and cranny antique shops. You know, check them out. Go in. You never know what you'll find. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously, I th- I think I've gotten a lot of good deals for like lots of stuff. You know, like a, a whole lot of you know pouches from the uh, Facebook Marketplace. Yes, Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, I mean it's huge. Yeah. Like we, we were talking about the other day, I I picked up a lightweight rucksack for twenty five dollars. Yep. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, there'll be dudes selling like, you know, two web belts with uh, four pouches, and they'll be like thirty bucks. So yep. yeah, you just keep a you know keep an eye out. Mm. All right, so let's to get let's get confused. Let's get let's confuse the listeners now. M sixty seven pouches. What are the difference between those to the M fifty six and then to the Alice? Because I think a lot of dudes buy. Alice pouches thinking they're M67 pouches. So what's the obvious? The obvious to me is the stitching. The the Alice stitching is horizontal, where M67 stitching is uh, up and down. Am I correct? Yeah, it is. It's got vertical stitching, but also the uh, inside inner material, especially on the canteen covers for the uh, M67. I can't think of the uh, material right now, but it's um, nylon. You don't. Yeah, well, it's nylon on the outside, but the inside. Oh. Um, I can't, but it's much different from the Alice. The Alice has a, like a slightly rougher material when you you know to insulate it with right. when you put the canteens and everything. Uh, M67s, uh, it's a little bit softer. Uh, you know, I guess in a sense, I wouldn't say as durable to, to withstand that. You know, but um, but even the M67 has a lighter green. You know. And you could vouch for me. M67 has a slightly lighter uh, color compared to like an Alice. They, they're, they're slightly more darker. Yeah, yeah. Green, and um, and once again, it goes back to the dating. You have to look at the lettering, but you know, in the back, you know, if it says, you know, if it says LC1 on it, you're you're in the wrong era. You know, it has to say, you know, M67. And right. And, we'll and as look at this way. Yeah. LC1. Relate that to Alice, LC1 Alice, and you know it's one and the same. So if you see that, you're barking up the wrong tree. Yep. Don't do it. Yep. Put it down. Walk away. So let's say. Because. Go ahead. Yeah. Now I was gonna say the people will put it on eBay all the time. Vietnam canteen. I I'll be honest. I was a victim of it, and Liam, I told you about it. I mean, yep. I sent you the pictures of it. I thought I bought, I got a steal on eBay, you know, and I sent you the pictures once it came in, uh, and the first thing it came into your mouth, you know. The first thing you said to me was, bro, that's LC1. And I look at the back, it's LC1. Yep. I'm like, shit. So. So let's say you didn't get tricked and you have a pile of M67 gear over M56. What's the rule of thumb with wearing M67 uh, pouches to most Vietnam events? Does anyone know where what? I'm going with this? Well, yeah, with those 67 patches, that, that's that's more late war. Even right. though they were never fully integrated. Right. But you still, there were still pictures of guys in 1970 with a mixture between M56 and M67. Right, and that's kind of where I'm going at. Like, if you have one M67 pouch, fine. Like, you shouldn't have a full set of M67 pouch. No one got yep. issued a full set. Yep. Not even Special Forces. Nope. Don't do it. Nope. 
All right, so that, is that really good? I mean, other than the uh, suspenders, the suspenders are the A suspenders, not the Alice suspenders. That's probably the most common Alice item I see are the suspenders. When, I, when yep. I'm thinking about it right now, I'll see dudes with like M56 pouches, and then they'll still have Alice suspenders on. Yeah, definitely. You want H suspenders. You know, even the material is different. You know, the, the vinyl mm-hmm. and canvas. You want canvas. Get the smelly stuff. Yeah. Get yep. the smelly stuff. I would say even the uh, the sixty seven butt pack that you see those often, but those mm-hmm. those weren't even really used at all during the war. No, I I honestly um, I I don't think I've ever even seen a M sixty seven butt pack to any of the events that even like Indian Country. I don't remember seeing one at Liberty Canyon off the top of my head. Not especially, definitely not at uh, Junction City or MacArthur. Does anyone even have one? Do any of you guys have one? No, I don't. No. I think Wiki had one, didn't he? I thought he really. Maybe, maybe, maybe it was an Alice one. Uh, I don't we'll remember. We'll with with the sixty-seven, you don't need the adapter um, because it ha- it has the two snaps already. Oh, so okay. that's, I guess, the biggest difference. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, another thing I find people get wrong of, and it's it's so it's such a small thing. But if you're, if you're doing all this effort to be accurate and come correct, get the correct belt. We get a lot of guys with the uh, Alice yes. belt in there. The, it's the two-hole. You want three holes. The yep. the, the M56 belts have three little holes, of, you know, vertical along the belt. And there are a lot of different types of belts. There's, like, the, the horizontal weave. Then there's, like, that, like, nylon material. Yep. Just, then there's uh, vertical. You got the Davis buckle. Yep. Which are all fine. Say- They're all fine as long as you have, they have three holes and yeah. the three holes, uh, you know, spaced out along the belt, all around the belt. Yep. And even once again with that, aside from even with the suspenders, they're not that difficult to come across. No, no, not at all. And yet they Unless still you buy need the- a bigger size. They get a little tougher when you need the bigger ones. Yeah, but you can double True. them up. There's, you can double the belts up if you, if yeah. you can't fit. Yeah, you could definitely go. There's yeah. All right, so if that's it for GI coming correct regarding the load-bearing equipment, you guys want to move on to the Pavin stuff? Yeah. Sure. All right, CJ, lead us in on that, buddy. All right, guys. So Pavin's pretty easy. You know, there's there's not really a whole lot to it. Um, you're going to want a Type 56 chest rig ammo pouch. Um, Don't get the, the green cell. ones. The green ones are fucking post-war. Yes, green ones are post-war. You want the tan, the tannish. I don't know. It's it's like a khaki. Khaki, yeah. With two grenade pouches on either side and three cells in the middle. You get a four cell. That's also late war. Don't do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the big one is that the less for, the le- if you got a green one with three cells, that's a little more forgivable than getting a four cell. Chicom chest rig. Yep. Especially you could fade out. The, you can actually fade out those green ones to look uh, a little better. But I mean, yeah, if you have an AK, any kind of AK variant, the obvious choice for you is a three cell type. Uh, Was it Type fifty six chest rig? Yeah, yep. it's. T- and you could also go. I mean, depending on what you're using, if you're using like a PPSH or I don't know if you got some crazy hybrid like yeah super rare 
submachine gun, like a Mat 49 or whatever or that you built, whatever. Or something. Yeah, or, or a Thompson. MP40, yeah. You, yeah, MP40. You could go with, you know, the like the Mat 49 ammo pouch. They're kind of readily available. So, uh, any, like, Comblock stick mag pouches. Right. I believe Zach actually has the the submachine gun chest rig. Right. Which I think they had. I could yeah. be wrong. Well, that's, you know, for NVA, yeah. But, I mean, if you're going to Viet Cong, you can literally use a little pouch, like a little satchel, like some little yeah. – it lo- looks like it's locally made, and just wear that. That's, the, that's the, like, the beauty of being Viet Cong. You can be a little creative – as long as you stay within the bounds of the era. Yep. But I mean, if you have like, if you're using a Garand or you have some Unicorn SKS or uh, Mosin or something like that, you can always use the SKS uh, rig that goes around the stomach and has like, mm-hmm. I think it's what, 12 little pouches all around your stomach. Mm-hmm. Yep. For my uh, Papa Shy, I use the uh, the Thompson drum mags, the uh, the drum uh, pack or right. satchel or pouch or whatever they call it. Yeah, I mean, it, there is a lot of variety that you can use for Viacom, especially Viacom. As long, like I said, don't show up with some like Molly, you know, Molly Velcro pouch for your. You know, for your submachine gun, like use something like you can find like a freaking potato sack, and that'll be appropriate for a vehicle. You know, I think Combat Sports Supply has a bunch of pouches for SKS and uh, AK, and I think RPD as well. Okay, all right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Sports Supply is really good for everything. I love that uh, website, Combat Sports Supply. Yep, yeah, so they have some and, really good stuff. And if you do show up with it, Hollywood's probably going to make you burn it out on the street. If you show what with an uh, with Molly. Mo- with like Molly Molly shit or hell yeah some, or like a fanny pack from the eighties or whatever the hell else might just stroll in yeah 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 as far as like belts um a lot of you can, a lot of guys use just M fifty six belts you know the pistol belt so they can carry stuff on there if you want to carry your canteen or something like that that's fine you can use a gi canteen if you have to we'd rather you be hydrated than thirsty so you know keep that keep that in mind um i don't know yeah it's i mean the 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 pavin side of things for this is really easy it's most guys have ak's for either their nva or Kong impression so they're just using the three cell tricom chest rig Which you can get on eBay, Amazon, you know, any any place in the thing. Wherever your communist propaganda is sold. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it really for coming correct regarding the Pavin side. Is that really it for us guys? I do have uh, one more thing because I, I like to run World War Two weapons when I okay. do do NVA or Pavin. Yeah, no, well, I guess n- not really so much, but... Uh, for the bar, they do they did make uh, bar bandoliers, um, and they're like a tan uh, canvas, um, which I've also found fit SVD mags really well as well for late war stuff. Um, but yeah, they they did have uh, bar bandoliers, uh, which had three pouches, and they were like a 
canvas with like a, a brass uh, snap ring. Okay. All right. And where can you find those? Um, I, I found them on eBay. I, I found a couple places in India that still had, had them, but I, I got to as soon as I could cause they're kind of rare. But. All right. All right. Wait, Brian, they had RPD chest rigs back in them. They had pouches. Well, yeah, I, I was about to say, I thought you said chest rig for a split second. No, 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 no. They have chest rigs and pouches for all the, the shoulder bags and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's something I never really looked into. Because, I, I, you know, if I were to get around to buying, like, that LCT RPD and I would, you know, wanted to go for, like, uh, you know, Viet Cong or NVA machine gunner. Because uh, that, that would be hard to find because... Even going on eBay, I've, I've, uh, you know, it's next impossible to find a legit Viet Cong made uh, chest rig, because you know, of course, it's made of khaki, but there's no like uh, lettering, obviously, on it, so it couldn't be traced. But um, that'd be pretty awesome to have, because I've seen videos on it, but it's just nowhere to be found. I'm sure you can like Google some stuff, but for the the Papa Shaw drum mags, I use the Thompson. Uh... Oh, fuck! I don't. E- I don't even know what it's called. I guess a bag, a saddle bag. Yeah, yeah, a satchel, a shoulder yeah. bag, something yeah. like that. It's a satchel. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a uh, satchel. A satchel. <laughs> well, are you? I mean, it, when uh, I'm assuming you've already signed for Comduck and Kochi, uh, so I'm assuming you've signed up for either one of them as Pavin or. I have not. I have okay. not. I think I put my picture of it in uh it might be in nom kit picks well mckenna no, you've signed up you're just signing up you signed up for um gi yeah gi yeah okay. chet, chet and i are uh yeah so uh on uh february 24th 2020 i put the uh there's a picture of it with the uh my 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 little vc kit um with the with the little saddle bag that i use for the publisher drum mags yeah, I'm seeing. Yeah, I'm uh, scrolling. Yeah, I see the. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. I see. All right, you know we're still recording, guys. So. Oh. <laughs> the listeners have no idea what you're going to be talking about. All right. Well, they can go on the Discord. They can look, and and the best way to to find out maybe you don't have the best idea as to what you want. You maybe want an image. The best way is to look in the the Nam kit picks, and people are commenting on you know tweaks and changes and trying to implement yes. that into your own thing yeah all right i see this one with the with the abdomen bandage yes 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 all right, all so right. If, yeah so if anyone anyone else have anything to add to uh coming correct regarding load-bearing equipment just take some time to research it i mean we we already put up the buyer's guide on our main website and on facebook just take a little extra time to look literally at the stitching on these set items to make sure that they are correct. And if you're in person, you get to see it. Try and look at the back and see if there's the correct dates and let, you know, lettering on it. As long as it doesn't say LC1 or anything made past 1973, you're fine. Yep. Yep. And that's that. Oh, oh, Mr. Come Correct. Mr. Come Correct. You want to do a sign-off? Uh. <clears throat> Listen, everybody, there's a lot of drama lately with the coming of the corrects, but, you know, I just want to say, come correct is really a bad thing, but, uh, 
maybe uh, everybody can carry the spirit of Come Correct in their hearts to every event that they go to. Thank you, Mr. Come Correct. Uh, everyone, everyone else? <laughs> CJ, say goodbye. Take it easy, everybody. Ferrucci, say goodbye. Tell you later. Sully, say goodbye. Now let me tell you something, brother. Have a good night, everyone. And Mikey, say goodbye, buddy. Bye. Bye, everybody. All right, guys, take care. Thanks for listening. If you don't come correct, I'm going to find you.